For my man, yeah, yeah. Funk Master Flex, not for. So check this. Next time that beat drop, yeah, check it. Funk Master is the illest. Yeah, yeah. Funk Master is the illest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Funk Master is the illest. Live from Bedford Stuyvesant, son, the livest one Representing BK to the fullest, uh. gats are bullet Bass is ducking when Big B bucking Chicken heads be clucking in my bathroom, bathroom sucking It ain't nothing, they know Big B handling With the Mac in the act door paneling Bandaging MCs, oxygen they can't, can't breathe. breathe Bad tricks up the sleeve, we're boxes so my joint can yeah. breathe uh. Breeze through in the Q45 by my side Lyrical high, and those that rushes My clutches get put on crutches yeah. Get smoked like Dutchess Come from the on. master Hate to blast ya, but I have to See, I smoke a lot Your life is played out like Kwame And them damn polka dots who rock the spot Say Biggie, what? you know how the weed go Unbelievable, check it It's unbelievable uh, Funk Masters <laughs> the illest Yeah, what? it's unbelievable What, what? Funk Masters the illest Check it, hey, uh, it's unbelievable uh, uh, Funk Masters the illest Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable Yeah, Funk Masters the illest Bad boy uh, B-I-G-G-I-E, A-K-A, B-I-G, get it? Biggie, also known as the Bone Appetit, rappers can't sleep, me sleeping, big keep creeping, bullets heat seeking, casualties me treating, dumb rappers me teaching, lesson A, don't mess with B-I, that's that O-I, thought he was whack, oh come come now, why y'all so dumb now, hunt me or be hunted, I got 357 ways, simmer saute, I'm the winner all day, lights get dimmer down, Biggie's hallway, my Forte causes Caucasians to say He sounds demented Call we scented If I said it, I meant it yeah. Bite my tongue for no one yeah. Call me evil Unbelievable, it. check yeah. it It's unbelievable oh, oh. Funk Masters yeah. the illest Woo. It's unbelievable oh Funk Masters the illest yeah. It's unbelievable oh, oh. Funk Masters the illest Woo. Yeah. Uh, uh, Funk Master Flex. Yeah. Biggie Smalls. Uh, 
Craig Mack. Craig Mack. Junior Mafia. YG, Self-Ad, Top Money, Earn the Money, Earn the left, dog. Yeah. Stress Entertainment. Keep on and on and on and on. Yeah. Master Flex, Flip Squad. We gon' keep banging. Keep banging. Bad Boy 94. Yeah. Masters to Ellis. Yeah, you know I had to get Bad Boy up on this piece. You know I had to get Bad Boy up on this piece. Big shout to my man Pup Daddy, Notorious B.I.G. One time. I'd rather not breathe the snitch. And I love my niggas, not my bitch. Locks pop your clip. If the rap game was the dope game, I'd be a chink named Lil Kane. Selling Montego on my own plane. Moving with entrepreneurs who run the law. Coke sniffing bitches holding fours, talking war. Back to reality, my mentality is fatality. Niggas making way over their salary. I think way out, like a 50 state layout. Thugs meeting up in one city to have a spray out. Cartels bringing their coke, having the way out. Kingpins is crowned, blunts is lit. And yo, styles don't exist, so a sale ain't shit. Jail ain't shit. God will just teach me quick. If they put me in the cell, then my ghost will drift. Hold my inf, feel my soul giving me strength. Yeah, cop the get, ain't squeezed precisely. Where them niggas at? Them faggots are shysty. See the problems that you way too nice. Please, where that coke at? Fuck where it might be. Don't be like me, hard headed and stubborn when my gun burns. Much hotter than sunburn, you got one turn I suggest you show me the stash to the cash and the blow Yo, wherever I go, my crew is true to swarm Got stripes in New York like Yankee uniforms When I was born, I know I make the world darker The age of 15, told cats, quick to spark you Like Bob Barker, if the price is right Lay your ass down for spite, anybody, alright? Went from eating no frills, cereals with food stamps To Armani materials, copping Rembrandt's I got gas to spray for me, honeys that pay for me Money that lay for me, mommy Pray for me, cats that spray for me, honeys that pay for me, money that lay for me, uh, mommy. Talking to me, doing shit for you. Try God, cause after one in your cabbage, you as good as retard. Mr. Big Style, too cool. I did this to you. Whirlpool, maxing, lounge to the end. Elevator, next stop, Tony and the friends. Why y'all still fucking with them twins from class? I'm out Vegas, trying to strip Stacy Dash. Fuck police talk, black. I don't do shit in New York. Too many super cops, nigga. You can have these blocks and these hoes with them cheap ass parasupos. Get some new clothes, then I'll let you front in my Porsche and give Jay head till your squeaky voice turns hoarse. Four minutes and 25 seconds to your end You know it be the kiss, granting your last wish Everybody wanna know who the locks is Cause we ain't spitting nothing out but that hot shit Burning trees, sipping mo, eating lobsters Up in the Oriental joint using chopsticks Soon we gon' rock gators Hit bitches from Barbados And all y'all players gon' hate us Cause everything we do stay getting overlooked Now y'all be shook cause you're dealing with real crooks I can't lie for a while y'all cats was on us But now, if you can't beat us, join us He trying to Low lie with the salt in the brunei in it for the cheddar gucci slip-ons and sweaters black m5 with the headers andrew mark be the leathers mob hats with the feathers whatever good fellas oh. yo check this out i go by the name of pub daddy And I got my man Mace, he got something to say Yo, check this out, this Mace, the Roy Jones of this rap shit I'm young, I'm pretty, I hit hard, I'm in the best shape of my life Niggas don't wanna get in the ring with me Word up, it's Bad Boy, Harlem on the rise You don't want no problem, 
Ooh, with this guy. Bad boy, this and bad boy, that. Mm-hmm. All we make is mad more hits and mad more tracks. You know I Come can't on. see less than the ES, the GSBS, yeah. and I won't stop till we rest in Key West. Uh-huh. This be the Maze Bad Boy debut. Right. Y'all niggas in the back, steady saying them suit. Your hoes in the front, steady saying them cute. Right. Beeping me all day just to lay up in the coop. <laughs> I hit fam, tell can't pick me in the land. Go blow six grand, go catch a quick tan. I'm a big trick, drink expensive liquids, icy wrist shit straight from the district. So how you expect you could jerk your check? Then you come home thinking you deserve the sex. Yo, I murk when I jack in the convertible Lex, and I move too swift, might hurt your neck. I jump out the Lex with the iceberg sweat, platinum chain hang with a third of a guest. This year B niggas gon' fear me, hear me, raise my treble, put my shit on blazing level. Come on niggas, give 'em what I got. Since you want butter, then you got to take it wide side. I wasn't gon' talk, but you made this a issue. Now I got to get you, send dog to sick you, pull a pistol, make all my shots hit you, rip your tissue, send you place where they miss you, walk that ass and kiss you. Now you wish you never fuck with makes his work be official. Can't scar the man with all the fun bees that rock everything from rap to R&B. Oh yeah, 9-7 won't be yo yeah. Don't go there, it ain't enough dough here. You can't blow here. Mace alone or with puff. There's no fair bad boy roof ever. We ain't going nowhere. No what nigga? Bad boy Harlem on the rise. My niggas killer can't see or see. All the niggas that's down with me. My dynasty. You know I had to get that pussy, right? Alright, let's get it. Uh, I caught my wifey off guard with that. She wasn't expecting that. Let's get it. Thursday throwbacks, the bad boy edition. Uh, this is... Uh, we're going to drop this probably the day we go to the bad boy tour at the Forum in Inglewood, California. We're going, what's that, October 4th? Usually, yeah. usually it drops Thursdays. Yep, usually it drops Thursday. We're going to drop this probably the day of the show, just just for whatever reason. So, you were, you and your friends, it seems like. Y'all are about six years younger than me, but y'all were more excited about it than I was. Like, like when the tickets dropped and they announced <laughs> it, y'all were just like, oh, shit, we going out. And I was just like, I was just like, yeah, I guess. Like, I, it was like definitely my era, and I was in New York at the time. But I wasn't super hyped for the reunion tour. Like, being that y'all were around 11, 12 years old when this music was, was hot, like, what what has y'all so... Or I, I don't, I don't, you can't speak for your friends, but what has you so excited about the show? Okay, well, speaking for my friends and I, we love a good throwback show. Like, you know, we saw Drew Hill... Uh, Drew Hill without Cisco. Oh, speaking of, we on the mic, but do you want me to get tickets for that? Sure. All right. Yeah, we're going to see Drew Hill with Cisco, probably. <laughs> right. So it was Drew Hill. It was a Drew Hill next without RL. and Drew Hill without Cisco next without RL? Yes. And oh, Immature Concert. Mind you. Immature I without Marcus went, Houston? No, everybody was there. Uh-huh. I went for Immature because they're like the boy group of my time. So that's, that's why I went. I know. You had the poster with them in their underwear. 
booed no, up with each other. I didn't have that. That one was creepy to me as a little girl. I was like, ugh. Them niggas wearing their underwear, booed up on the bed. Like, who took the picture? Did Chris Stokes take the picture? No, I'm sure, sure he was on set, but no, he didn't take that picture. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it was for, like, Word Up Magazine or something. It was his idea, I'm sure. Yo, speaking of, we going on some segues today. House Party 4, Marcus Houston, butt naked, in the shower, all soapy, directed by Chris Stokes. That's the creepiest shit ever. Any, anyhow, um... But, so, when you say, you know, speaking of my friends, we love old throwback concert. Anybody who was popular in our heyday when we were in junior high high school, we want to see them now. So, that's why, but you're saying what significance is it for me personally? Like the so, show, yeah. Like y'all were more excited than me, and I, I was there. I was in the epicenter of it. Yeah, that one was pretty special to me. Um, so my first album that I brought, well, cassette tape, hip hop album that I brought on my own was Maze Harlem World. I thought it was Crisscross. No, well, yeah, but as far as like parental advisory, like uh. when I think. You know, hip hop, like, ooh, ooh, this is the stuff that I probably shouldn't be listening to. But my parents don't even know how bad it might be. It was Maze Harlem World. Did you like that album? I did. I love that album. We can talk about that uh, love that album. later on. And then, uh, so funny with Life After Death, had that cassette too. And that was the only hip hop album that I owned that my dad took away from me. Cause I think I was listening to it on their system, and he heard. <laughs> one of he the heard, songs. and then I shit on the bitch. I don't know what song he heard, uh, but yeah, he was like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm keeping this. Like, you can't listen to that." And my parents you were, like were 11. not. They were not that type, though. Like, my parents were never the type to censor what I listened to. You were like in sixth grade, <laughs> seventh grade, eighth grade. It was it was middle school. It definitely it was ninety seven. You were born eighty six. You were eleven. But when it came out March of I'm not saying it was like brand new when I played that. Oh, so whenever you they late. found it. It was like middle school. It was oh, sometime was... I don't remember the exact time. Like maybe ninety eight for you. Maybe maybe so. Oh, okay. But I remember that cassette being taken away. <laughs> and I didn't find it till like years later. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's like one of the pinnacle labels of my youth. Brings back really good times. I can understand. I have a lot of bad boy stories. Um, but how have you been? It's been a long time since the listeners have heard you. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll be begging you to do the show all the time. It's like no, pulling don't. teeth. No, you don't. I'll be like, come on, I'll be coming up with ideas all the time. Like, come on, let's do this one. Come on, let's do this one. Mm-hmm. Finally, I got you back you on the show. You do your own thing. It's fine, though. It's our show. I'm just the one carrying the, the torch, you know, whenever you're busy doing your own thing. I got so, all the time in the world right now. You're talking about I'm busy. <laughs> you be acting busy. Anyway, uh, what's been up? What? Catch the listeners up. So the last one they heard, I think, was Dom Kennedy Yellow Album. I was going to say it wasn't the review. <laughs> no, Dom Kennedy been- Yellow Album. Oh. That was like earlier this year. Was it? It was June. So it ain't been that long. It feels later than No. We did it around the five year anniversary or four year anniversary of Yellow Album. I just listened to that episode. The other day. Oh. Yeah, it's been a while. Wait, you said it was when? June. Oh, so I wasn't... I already had all this free time by then. Really? Really. Time is flying. Right. Sure. Anyway, just... How how you been? Good. I know how you been, but how you been? (laughs) I've been good. It's been an interesting summer. Um, No kids on the way. Don't read read nothing into that, listeners. No kids on the way. Interesting and a very... 
expected but unexpected and no kids on the way good though good good for the most part <laughs> all right so who do we start with with bad boy and i'm just gonna run off my stories off the top of the head craig mack he was let's start with biggie him I mean, and biggie dropped around the same time yeah do i have any I don't have any personal Biggie stories. I've seen Biggie a couple of times. Bad Boy World Tour before he passed, I believe. Or may I don't know if he had passed by then. Because I know Jay-Z Volume 1 was out. Yep, I think Biggie had passed earlier that year. Um, but my Biggie story, I told this story on the quiz episode. Shout out Quiz, he got a new album out called you are not alone go out support the homie but on the quiz episode he did life after death my biggie story was uh i skipped night school uh night school is like the same thing summer school i was like really kind of a fuck up in high school i had to go to night school and i had to go to summer school to graduate on time but i graduated on time uh spring 97 i skipped night school because somebody this is before cell phones this is before you could verify anything this was like I couldn't even I just had to follow basically somebody's instructions on a wild goose chase to get to this record store in the Bronx. Somebody told me they got this this place on the in the Bronx. They got this get off this train stop and you walk here. They got the Biggie album before it drops or whatever on tape or whatever. Mm-hmm. I skipped night school, went and bought it. Um I remember waking up the morning after he died um yeah the morning after he died just turn on mtv and it said like scrolling across the bottom of the screen it didn't like i missed the part where he said who it was it said the rapper died at age 24 so i'm just turning on the radio hot 97 trying to figure out what's going on and then he died ran into my parents room they were asleep i was like biggie died and they were like what so they was a little bit shocked or whatever and then I bought uh, the tape the day before it came out, as I explained on the quiz show. And I was that nigga the next morning in school. Everybody like, oh, let me see the tape. Oh, da, 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 da. oh, dub me a copy. Blah, 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 blah. So I was that nigga for a minute. Um, and as I'll kind of explain when we get to the mace part or whatever, um, I was, and it's kind of like how it is to this day, kind of who I was in high school, college, whether you want to say Twitter now, so on and so forth. Like, the, I'm not one of the quote-unquote cool people, but the cool people know me and they respect me. And I'm just, that's how it's been since high school, college, so on and so forth. So the cool people respecting me, they respecting my opinion. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the Mace part. But uh, you said you had a Biggie song you wanted to play? Start yeah, the show? so, I mean, it's one of the most popular Biggie songs, I think. Notorious Thugs. With Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> so the thing with this song is, we always joke out here because Biggie is clearly an East Coast artist and Bone Thugs are from the Midwest, from Ohio. But this is basically a classic West Coast song. <laughs> I have another Stuck story. High school, a couple of weeks before the album came out, this kid, I don't remember his last name, his kid named David, pretty boy. Uh, I knew him. He was like a year younger than me, so I kind of knew him through my homeboy, Jamal. I don't know if I have any Jamal-related bad boy stories today, uh, but like I knew him through him because they were like in the same class. 
and he had like some mixtape or something and I think I told this on, on the quiz show as well but he was like yo I got this song with Biggie rapping like Bone Thugs mm-hmm. and I was like nigga get the fuck out of here you lying <laughs> right I was like nigga like why are you lying like get the fuck out of here and this is like weeks before the album came out and then he put the you know the styrofoam headphones on me like the old school like the jail headphones he put them on my ear he pressed play on the Walkman <laughs> And I just heard like the first few bars, I'm in dangerous, ain't too many can bang with us. And I was like, my eyes got wide and I was like, nigga, what is this? So he just <laughs> took it away. He was like, that's what you get for not believing me. <laughs> and then uh, that was it. So that's that story. We're getting the Notorious Thugs produced by Stevie your J. wannabe baby daddy, Stevie <laughs> J. Because you like them thug niggas with oh my tattoos God, I on their necks. I used to like him back then though. You like thug niggas with tattoos you know on their necks. Was, you know what I was thinking about? The other day, which is so random, it's kind of off topic. Okay, so you know how I had like all these crushes growing up. Nobody was from the West Coast. Like, what does that mean? What is that about? You like thug niggas with tattoos like, no, on their like, necks. I didn't have a crush on nobody from the West Coast growing up. Like, you like oh Stevie Ray J, J, but he wasn't a rapper. But you know how I used to like Method Man, Nas, Stevie J, C Murder. C Murder was it. Oh, C Murder was like, it. I used to love Memphis Blank. Like. Memphis Blink, Memphis Blink. Um, Love Method Man and Nas, like that was it in common. But was Nas Memphis, was always was Memphis it Memphis Bleak, Bleak or Memphis Blink? <laughs> Memphis Blink. Okay. Right. Nas has always been there though. Everybody else is kind of like, eh, but Nas is always. I know. Owe me back like but that's you. That's so owe, weird. Like owe me back like you owe your tax. That was your shit, wasn't it? Nas in a leather jacket with his shirt open and wasn't my favorite, but it was cool to hear him on a party track. Nigga, fuck that song to this day. <laughs> Let's get into Notorious Thugs. Be right back. Right 
one Pass that weed, I got to like one All them niggas, I got to fight one All them hoes, I got to like one Our situation is tight one What you gonna do? Fight or run? Seems to me that you'll take B Bone and big, nigga, die slowly I'ma tell you like a nigga told me Cash roll everything around me Shit, lyrically, niggas can't see me Fuck it, buy the coke, cook the coke, cut it Know the bitch before you call yourself loving it Nigga with a bench, fuck it Doesn't it seem hard to you? Big come through with mobs and crews Good fellas down to the most of dudes Who's the killer? Me or you? We forgive you, for you know not what you do, do, do. 7 a.m. woke in the morning with Henny, caffeine, and green, and nicotine, no dose, so pop a couple of dope, little ripped up, nigga, Mr. Clean, nigga, clean, deep in my temple, and I do get sentimentally strained with my instrumentity, and heated, especially for your team, and the 45, and D will be in between the scenes, destroy your dreams, you willing to die, we'll see, time and defeat when it comes to see, we mean mug, 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 trying to be perfect, disciples with it, survival, tongue of a double X or triple, six rivals fit in five. I mean, he's kind of later on. Let's go kind of chronological. Okay. Mm. So, Faith, I guess. You want to play some Faith songs? Yeah, so, actually... I don't have a, I don't have any Faith-related stories. <laughs> other than Biggie set the whole fucking city on fire on... The hell is the name of that song? Brooklyn's Finest, when he said, Men gonna head to spot the $2 fight, the $2... I don't know. Two dollars. The blue tops. Gotta go Coolio. Man, it's getting too hot. If Faith have twins, she probably have two pox. 
And then he followed that up with, like he explained the line, like as if it, like niggas were slow. Get it to Pox, and then niggas was like, okay, Biggie's the best rapper ever. Like the day he said that, he was like the best rapper of all time. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm a Mary J. Stan. You are. I absolutely, absolutely love Faith. And what are your thoughts on, speaking of, I mean, we, we got it. We don't have to cover it, but <laughs> like, what did she say? Be polite to the cops and so, you won't get shot? So the thing is, I've been trying to avoid. Like, I, Oh, you haven't seen no, it yet? No, I saw, I saw like two different clips, but I saw one with her singing and then I saw another one when they were, it was like more music was being played. It didn't really show. Oh man, anything. she's like. So I've been trying to stay away from it. She's full on respectability politics. She's singing like, be polite to the cops and you won't get shot. Well, okay. I'm not saying she's coming from a different generation, but because she's not that old to, she's to not think that. that. Old at all. But sometimes I just think celebrities are so removed from reality. Sometimes and You're it's correct. sad, and it's sad. But at this point, she should have people around her telling her, "Look, this is what's going on. This is what you say. This is what you don't say." Um, I think Fantasia just got caught up in some stuff too. But I'm not going to make any jokes. Them know what's going on in the current climate. That's the issue. By the way, all the jokes about Fantasia can't read. That's that's getting corny at this point. I think Fantasia did not know what the concert was for. I don't think she. But would have she the one putting it on? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think she was. Oh, she would just maybe she just doesn't. And I'm not saying she can't read, but maybe she just does not understand the significance of the phrase "All Lives Matter." I saw something about she said all lives matter because black lives matter right and <laughs> so somebody is like not letting her know people don't get that and i'm not trying to go off on too many tangents but celebrities tend not to get that because a lot of people have said it like Nia mm-hmm. long like celebra- and they just want to they not they don't want to offend anyone no That's they, what it is what, what it is is they don't get that all lives matter is like some troll shit that that white people are saying to this yeah. To disqualify Black Lives Matter. But they think they're being politically correct saying all lives. Because they don't want to say black lives and get that backlash. So that's why they feel like they can say all lives I think they mean to say Black Lives Matter too. That's what they mean. Yeah. But they don't know that that it's being used as like some troll shit. And that black people are automatically going to, you know, we're going to get mad when when we read All Lives Matter from anybody. And then some of these people, they don't even know. I know. So I know. Uh, I think Fantasia meant well, though. Um, I'm sorry. We all off topic here. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking uh, about Faith. Faith. And I mentioned Let's get Mary back to Jay Faith. And, so, um, I think Faith has one of the best uh, set of albums from any female R&B singer. Like, Faith does not have a bad album. So, I think even I'm going to play... Even the new stuff? Even the new stuff. Even the new stuff. To each his own. I like the even first the two. Even the stuff that's not on Bad Boy. Because I think she has... Three albums on Bad Boys, so I wanted to play a song from Faithfully from her third album, we her not, last album with Bad Boys. We're not playing a Fat Man Scoop song at no, all. No, I wouldn't Fuck do that. Fuck that song. <laughs> this is a, a album cut called Love Can't Hide, and it's just a really, really beautiful song. Um, it's like the epitome of Faith when it comes to just her jazz um, vocals or arrangements. It has a great bridge. I is mean, she on the tour? Harmonies. Yeah, she's on the tour. Oh, shut yeah. up. I know, because I know our homeboy just like was like kicking it with her on stage, but that wasn't a bad boy show. No, that so was her she's show. doing her own stuff and a tour at the same time? Or? That was, oh. It was hella recent. Maybe they had a break or something. Oh. 
Maybe it was before the, the tour started or something like that. Uh, so yeah. Faith Can't Hide Love? Love Can't Hide. Love Can't Hide. I don't know if I'm familiar with this You're one. You're probably I not. I know I heard the first two. I might have heard the third album like once. She does not have a bad album. I, I never heard it any. I definitely haven't heard anything after the third album. Uh, so Faith. Love Can't Hide from Faithfully. Here that goes.
Alright, who's next chronologically? And we kind of skipped Craig Mack. Shout out Craig Mack. I don't really have a Craig Mack story, but my uncle knew him. Like, my my family, and I'm not really name dropping because this is just my family, who they grew up around. My family's from Brentwood, Long Island. Uh, Craig Mack is from Brentwood, Long Island. My uncle knew him. He was very proud when we went to the Bad Boy World Tour. He was like, you know, that was my man growing up. He was like super proud of Craig Mack. Uh, my aunt went to, I think my youngest aunt uh, is my mom. She has two sisters. So the youngest of the three sisters, she went to like elementary or junior high school or maybe it might have been junior high school or high school with Parrish Smith of EPMD. This is how small and tight-knit the Brentwood Long Island community is. My grandmother, may she rest in peace, she called. I had two, I had two grandmothers, a nice grandma and then just like the grandma who would just go in on everybody. Uh, the grandma who would just go in on everybody, uh, there's a story where she called Parrish Smith a bum. I don't know if she called him that to his face or behind his back, but she was like, that Smith is a bum. I'm talking about Parrish Smith uh, from Brentwood, Long Island. Anyway, uh, Craig Mack from Brentwood, Long Island. He had one album on Bad Boy at least. I heard, I think I heard the second album. The first album singles were, I'm not playing any of them. First album singles were Flavor in Your Ear, Flavor in Your Ear, Remix, Get Down, Get Down, Remix with Q-Tip. The second album, I think the only song, oh, and uh, Make a Moves of Puff. Second album, the only song I remember from Craig Mack, and it wasn't on Bad Boy, but the second album, MCs, you're jocking my style, you're jocking my style, boy, you're jocking my style. All right, so we got Craig Mack out the way. Who's next, Total? Or was total or 112 was first? Around the same time. Yeah, no? very, very close in, in, in time periods. I, I want to say total was more first. Total might have been that summer, 112 might have been that fall. Because I, I just remember Can't You See just was the fucking shit for that whole summer. Whatever year that was. It was like 96 ish. Then they were in the One More Chance video, and I don't remember 112 right. like being around then. Right, and that was always how you were kind of introduced to the world was through Biggie. Whether it was Faith in the One More Chance video, and then You Used to Love Me came out right after that with Biggie in the video. Um, Biggie was the guest on the uh, Can't You See song by Total, then he was the guest on the 112 mm -hmm. Only You remix. Everybody on Bad Boy came out by way of Biggie, and then uh, Mace, as we'll go on to explain, was also introduced on that 112, Only You remix, but Total, they were first. Uh, I really liked the first album. Um, I'm going to play a remix from that first album. I'm, I don't really feel like looking up the credits on their first album, but there were a lot of like superstar producers on their first album. Raphael Sadiq was on there. Uh, I think Raphael Sadiq did Do You Think About Us. Um, and Kissing You. He did both of those? Yeah. Got it. And the Neptunes were on there when Girl Meets Boy or Boy Meets Girl or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing about that album was I didn't know at the time, like I was just jamming out. I didn't know that the whole album was basically samples and shit. It was like the bad boy formula, but like none of, almost none of it was like original. Hmm. Like, do you know? How could you know? That was like James Brown. I think uh, Can't You See might have been James Brown. It was. Um, 
Like the baby, I can't figure it out. Your kiss the face, like honey. That was like based off of the '80s song. Uh, just, but at the time, I was just jamming out. Oh, what you BG's, call it? Right? Huh? BG's, right? I don't know. Oh, or maybe the remix that I'm thinking about. I don't Neptune's know. Do you right? know? I you would you would really impress me if you know this. The sample from. I don't know the name of the song. There's so many things that I want to do. It's rap. New York bump. rap. Oh, bump, bump, bump. Uh-oh. Come on now. What's the name of the song, though? Bump. Bump, bump, bump. I'll give you some hits. So you thought hip-hop started out in Queensbridge. But if you talk that junk right here, you might not live. Because you from... Uh oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I'm just guessing because I know he's from Bronx. Uh oh. <laughs> My 1986 born wife know is kind of in the in the loop of some 80s hip hop. That's what's up. That was popular, no? That's what's up. You Many people me tell me my super. style is terrific. It is kind of different, but let's get specific. KRS one specialized in music. Alright. Uh, I, I remember because he was trying to become that mother. Was he so trying to him forever? <laughs> was he really defending Bombada? Yes. I think he said like I don't give a fuck about the allegations because Bombada is hip hop. That's that's definitely the wrong response. But he wasn't saying like it's okay that he did it. He just said I don't I don't give a fuck because that's my man. No. You can't tell me nothing about hip hop. You can't leave Africa Bambada. You can't like disqualify Africa Bambada's importance to hip hop. He's never said it's okay that Africa Bambada was touching on boy dicks and, and all that. He never said that. Okay, well, he defended him enough, so... He, you keep your mouth closed if that's how you feel. Right. You don't defend nobody. Right, the right answer is... Even if you know he did it, the right answer is... I hope that the allegations are not true. And if they are true, I hope that he gets some help. Like, even if you know he did it, just say, I hope it's not true. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to... You know, shit on your man publicly say, I hope it's not true, but, you know, I really hope he gets some help. So, all right, you knew South Bronx. I'm very impressed. You got your, your hip-hop points for the day. Thanks. Anyway, this, the two songs I'm going to play, the two total songs I'm going to play are a song from, it wasn't on the album. Uh, they were, Bad Boy was so hot at the time, they were doing like remixes to songs that were never on the album. Like the uh, song with the rappers. Kissing You? No, the song with the, with the girl rap. That's what I'm, I'm going to play oh, the Kissing You no remix. No One Else. No One Else remix. They had that. Who was on that song? Foxy. Foxy Brown. The Brat. Right. Uh, the, the bank that they robbed that's on 72nd Street and like Broadway. You take the two or the three. I'm just dropping some New York shit right here. You take the two or the three to 72nd Street. Uh, you get off right outside. There's an Apple Bank. Then you walk up the block towards Central Park and you go to the bomb ass BBQs uh, Central Park West that's like a family staple like that's when we went there I, know, I remember oh uh, yeah we went there with my parents and we're, where my dad <laughs> you hating cause no you hating cause it took so long to eat did it I don't even remember remember my dad was like at Dinosaur Barbecue on 125th mm. like we was like waiting on him waiting on him waiting on that then we had to call him like nigga where are you and he was like oh I'm at Dinosaur Barbecue waiting on y'all he was like oh I'll be there soon at the totally wrong barbecue uh, spot, but nah, fire. Henny wings. That was good. Big ass drinks. Did you have a drink? Did you have a big ass drink? 
No, why didn't I? Now that I think about I don't it, know. wait. We, I don't remember. I remember those wings more than anything else. We going to New York in, in, in March for like a week and we having some big ass drinks and some Henny Wings. Holler at us. So, but yeah, that, that bank that they robbed, that was like down the block and I'm going to play the Total Kissing You remix. This is the first, uh, I think it's going to be a couple of Diddy rap verses. This is the first Diddy rap verse of the day. <laughs> Total Kissing You remix. Then I'm going to play and According to Wikipedia, this was a um, single, but I don't remember it being a single. Uh, from Kima Keisha and Pam. I tried. It shit is fire. Timbaland mm. is somewhat affiliated with the song. I know that's like Missy doing the, the background vocals. And they need to do a total... Fuck it, yeah. Total deserves an unsung if everybody else get an unsung. Like you'd be like famous people You're that right. be having an unsung. You're right. But I just needed the backstory of who was the, the British girl. Was it a black girl doing a British voice? Or was it a British girl? Just some unknown person. Like, I bought the album. I didn't really look at the credits to see who that girl was. <clears throat> who was that? Hey, yo, bitch. You fucking my man? You call yourself a friend? It's, it's very epic, late 90s, crazy shit. All right. But it's fire. I don't know who did I tried. I know Timbaland had, you know, something to do with that album. Um, but let's get into it. We got a Timbaland. We got like two Timbaland episodes coming up in do the we? near future. Yeah. We got yeah. ideas. We got, I'm, I'm throwing it. I'm putting it into the universe. Timbaland rap songs and Timbaland R&B songs. Two different episodes. Why two different? Because we're going to do like... Three rap songs each, probably, and three R&B songs each. And that's like 12 songs. That's too many for one episode. we got to split it up. We're going to do that in the future. Uh, but here goes Total Kissing You and Total I Tried. Kissing You Remix and Total I Tried. Here that goes. Mm-hmm.
me, girl, you were scared of my charm At the carnival with teddy bears in your arm I like the whole package that come with your hips Girl, I even like the way that you lick your lips I'm the type of guy that be in the driver's seat Take you straight to resorts just for privacy And I'm a bad boy and bad boys do bad things But if you kiss me right, I put some carrots in your ring
Before you leave, turn the fucking music up now. You call yourself a friend? Slap you. Get out. Turn the music up first. Can't believe you were fucking with my man. Get out. You call yourself a friend? Alright, so next up is 112. What do you we have? You have a 112 song? I, I do have a 112 song. Uh, from the first album. Me too. Oh. You already told me your song. It's not the oh. same song. Okay. That first album is a classic. I definitely fucked with that. That was like me and my emo teenager phase. Like, oh, I like this girl a lot. And oh, I will be there and, and all that shit. Um... I really, really fuck with that album. Like, I wasn't even getting laid. I, I, could, I couldn't really relate to too much of what was going on in the album. But I fuck with that album. And something we'll probably discuss on the Timbaland episode. Uh, the Genuine The Bachelor album. I couldn't relate to none of the songs. I just fuck with the music. Uh, very heavily. Uh, but I, I guess we could talk about Jamal now. He loved the damn first 112 album. <laughs> like, he loved that shit. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. It would be funny to you. Like, my audience wouldn't really get it. But this is a nigga that like wants to be smooth to this day. And this is like what how he was kinda acting like I was seventeen, maybe he was sixteen. Like really just thinking, oh, I'm gonna be macking all the girls to this one twelve album. And he, if you were to know this brother or follow him on Facebook, you would see he it's okay to laugh. Uh my my wife acting like she don't wanna laugh at one of my friends. Uh, he's very want to be smooth shall we say um you're a hater <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is uh but that 112 album i fucked with it very very heavily uh i mean it's like their own to me it's like their only classic album uh cupid i fucked with so i, I guess here's where we can start to kind of delve into mace a little bit uh since his pretty much introduction to the world was the 112 remix Mm -hmm. and then like once that started popping because he got like a good four years on me um so once that started popping like word just started spreading around like oh he went to the school he went to our high school he went here but like he had graduated by then so it was like oh he he went there and and then he showed up one day like this is while only you was popping and he showed up one day and that shit was like the Beatles. Like, how you can imagine the pandemonium of white girls. Like, like the whole school was, like, just going crazy. Uh, anybody who was at Manhattan Center. I got, I got some good Manhattan Center stories today as well. Anybody who was in, at Manhattan Center for Science and Mathematics in, like, 1997. Uh, you, just, you would remember just the Mace frenzy. He, he came by. And then... He was, like... But then he started coming by too much. Like he would start coming by like once a week. And then they'd be like, alright, nigga, it's not that special anymore. Like we're tired of seeing you. Like he bought the he bought the whole girls basketball team sneakers. 
he took them like to the sneaker store got them all sneakers so it was like that was really cool of him but then he started coming around too much and it was like all right nigga we're tired of seeing you and then he hosted the talent show uh one year and this girl i'm not gonna say her name on the air uh but if you were there you kind of remember this girl i don't know if she's a lesbian uh now because she like dated a guy in high school but she definitely had like lesbianish tendencies uh this girl got on stage and she wanted to battle rap mace and this is not my best mace impression but he was like i don't freestyle i don't i don't like the freestyle and then she just started <laughs> and she just started battle rapping him and she like won and she had like the whole school like cheering for her and then sorry if none of this interests you people but then him and his uh him and his boy were like just going somewhere. they wasn't like leaving for the day they was like leaving the auditorium though and then the same guy i told you about with the notorious thugs where he was like oh that's what you get for not believing me mm-hmm. um mason's homeboy was like like oh don't like looking at us like oh don't worry we'll be right back and the same dude with the notorious thug story he was like we didn't ask y'all like we don't care no like literally he was coming around like too much to where it was like all right it's not special no more so that's my mace story if you will uh shout out mace though i'm I'm not gonna slander him he went to my high school uh i didn't hmm have i liked the mace album Mm, i didn't like none of his album i liked all of his singles from the first album i'm gonna go fucking bananas i'm warning you in advance i already know i'm gonna go but what song looking at me nope what feels so good come on Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go bananas when that shit comes on. Uh, but I, I liked all the singles from the album. Looking at me, tell me what you want. Feels so good in 24 hours to live. I'm not playing any Mace songs today, but Mace was the segue from the. Well, I played Mace at the beginning of the show, but uh, that doesn't really count. But Mace was the segue to the 112 uh, album. I fuck with that album very heavily. Uh, my song is This Is Your Day, written by who? Somebody from Boys to Men or Jodeci or somebody big, I forget. A big time person like produced and wrote that song. I'll be sure. I'll be sure. Shout out, I'll be sure. Yeah. Man. I'm not really gonna do my best 112 impression, but fire. That whole like just they was hitting bridges on that shit and everything. Mm-hmm. I wanna be where you are. Woo! Okay. To prove to you, to make you see, what you is where I wanna be. Break it down, break uh, it down, right. 112. No, nope. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh. Break it no. down, baby. We don't need that. Oh, oh, oh. Fire. We do need it. We don't. We need it. So my song is gonna be now that we're done. And with this song, I just I remember listening to it, just thinking, oh my god, this sounds just like a boys to man song. Like just like something boys to men would have on their first album. So I looked it up like I would say a few months ago, and sure enough, Wanye was one of the writers on the song. I think Duran help write it or something too but shout out one of the members of the group but when i heard that song i was like this is this is voice to man all the way so and then just the the notes that 
Deron hits, I'm just like, really? Like, somebody can do this? This is ridiculous. Like, it gives me chills when I hear it. Shut up. was a beast on that song. Shout out Wanye. He didn't get half the flack R. Kelly got, but R. Wanye was clearly <laughs> in the young girls. That's all I gotta say. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I live in. weird. I live in LA. How was that? Wait, how old was he then? Like mid 20s. Why was that okay? I'm not gonna say no names because I don't want no problems with Ray J and WAC 100 and all them bloods. But I just braced basically, uh, if you remember, if you go back. To you know, to that era, like he was like the the sequel of R. Kelly and Aaliyah almost, except she was a little bit older than Aaliyah, but not by much. She Aaliyah was like, like Aaliyah was fifteen. She, she might have been like, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't that much. Older. It wasn't much older. But like yeah, fifteen when she came out. So yeah, and Wanye was like, yeah. Mm. Oh, another time, Mace dated her for a minute or so yeah did they just go to the prom or did he like no they dated i believe oh so maze might have beat because i mean, was on her second album. like how did Wanye not beat like like what do you do when you're like 20 and you got like a 16 year old girlfriend and you're like 24 what do you do take her out for ice cream and shit i was gonna say she was still trying to uphold that good girl image but i mean that was clearly just for the public so who knows what she was doing hey not my business i'm talking about her like i don't like her we editing I'm all this out. I'm just keeping it all. No, we haven't said no names. I gave it away. I said Ray J. Yeah. Shout out Ray J. Don't shoot me if you see me. All right. Um. So. Uh, yeah. So now that we're done. My homeboy, a brief story. I know I got stories for days. My homeboy, and he's not really my homeboy. Like we don't really fuck with each other too tough. We lived in Philly at like the same time, and we just never kicked it because I just didn't feel like he was my type of nigga. And I didn't feel like I was his type of nigga. Uh, but the, the dude who just got out of jail for the charges I told you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to like make fun of... I don't know who it was. Wanye or who... Not Wanye. Uh, Slim. Whoever it was in college. Like off of this song. He used to be like... And he would do it like so bad. But it was like funny. He used to be like... Baby don't be scared. Mm-hmm. It was funny. In college. Anyway, uh, now that we're done, yes. and this is your day. Right, you know, quit acting exasperated, too, with my stories and my jokes. It's so much. All right, it's history. This is Thursday Ooh, Throwbacks. Nobody want to hear all of that. 112. Stick to the topics. The topics are 112, this is your day, and now that we're done. Be right back. <laughs>
hesitating on the questions I'll ask Was I strong enough or will I last? I don't know It's kinda hard
Chronologically, Black Rob, he was uh, on an album that kind of came out after the 112 album. Uh, one of the greater Black Rob appearances of all time. I don't really have any Black Rob stories. I interviewed him once. It was it was a phone interview. It wasn't in person, so I haven't met him. It was it was a pretty hectic like phone interview. It, it just sounded like he was like he's known for being a jailbird and then out of jail, but it sounded like he was involved in some street shit like during our phone call and it's always been like he's more of like a street person who can rap than a rapper who is like really serious about his craft um i mean he was serious about his craft but in terms of like oh i'm just gonna focus on rapping that wasn't black rob uh he was like like in this interview we had he was like it sounded like he was doing like some not so kosher things uh anyway Black Rob, a very talented guy. Uh, 
he said that the line was true from this song. Ran out of ammo and started throwing bottles. Uh, I'm gonna play I Love You Baby from the what's the name of that album? P. Diddy and the Family, No Way Out. Uh, that's like the only you don't have any No Way Out material to play, do you? No. Yeah. Like I'm all of that, uh, what do you call it? Like all of that stuff is like played out to me. Oh, what what I will say, of course, is um, this is a, a semi-brief segue. Was the Benjamins big out here? Huge. That whole album, actually. Okay. Huge. The Benjamins has to be the biggest song in New York hip hop history. It has to be like we've never had a moment like that was like rap game Michael Jackson. Like it was on that level in New York. No, it was it was like fucking it was bigger more than popular life. than um, Peter Gunn. Oh, and Lord Therese. like ten times. <laughs> like Uptown Baby was pretty. That was even bigger. <laughs> Uptown Baby was pretty popular, but New York has never seen a phenomenon like the Benjamins. The Benjamins was so big that and you supposed to say how big was it? How big was it? The Benjamins was so big that they had to make another version, basically, without. Without rapping on it, just a another version with just a beat. Oh, not the rock version. <laughs> they had a rock version of the Benjamins. Okay, they had a rock version of the Benjamins. Uh, so many versions, but they had a rock version of the Benjamins. They had the remix. Okay, like it. It started out. The original was just Puff Daddy, Jada Kiss, and Sheik Luch, and. Mm. Uh, they would play that just like on Funkmaster Flex at night. And then it kind of took off a little bit. But then it was like, oh, we got to do some more with this. So the first time I'm hearing it was on Angie Martinez's show. Uh, they were kind of, guess, world premiering it without telling anybody. She's just like playing, playing the song. I was like, oh, cool. The Benjamins made it to afternoon. And then I heard a little Kim come on. Like, what the blood clot? Oh, that's why it's called the remix. Yeah. I never. Oh, yeah. The, origi <laughs> the original just ended with. Acting hard with you was pussy. It's RuPaul. Then it would just go. Um, then the beat would just fade out. I don't even think it's all about the Benjamins, oh, wow. baby. I don't even think that was Look, that was on there. Again? No, I don't even think so. But then, uh, so the first time I heard the little Kim version, I was like, uh, "What the fuck is this?" Like, oh shit, they added a little Kim to this. Mm -hmm. What the blood clot? On the bumble with the B, huh? Is she on the tour? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, cool. You don't even know who you' about to see next week. Huh? I, I, I mean, I'm see. excited, but I'm not pressed. But then, but then when when Biggie came on and the beat changed, I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" So there was that. But th so there was that version. There was the rock version. Song was so damn big. Weird Al Yankovic made all about the Pentiums. I don't know if you remember that. Never. All even about the Pentiums. He did that. Uh, this is when, like, when Pentium computers were starting to pop. Um, but I was my point was the song was so big that they had a version without any rapping on it, just the beat. Have you ever heard the the like the shit where like they're cutting Buster Rhymes in there? No. All my real live niggas, throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Who did that though? That's like a just a random DJ. But I'm saying the point is the. The sound of that beat mm -hmm. and everything was just like so big in New York that they just kept it going with that. 
Like that song was fucking. New York will New York hip hop will never see anything like the Benjamins ever again. So I'm gonna play "I Love You, Baby" by Black Rob, and then a song from a later Bad Boy album called "Ready." I don't think you've heard this. Uh, the, the beat is pretty dope. It's by a dude named Scram Jones. It's not really any music on it. It's just like a percussion beat, and then some little kids coming. Have you ever heard it? He's Black Rob. He's yeah. okay. Yeah. Play him, you'll get robbed today. Something like that. Bingo Pop is back again. Doom, doom, doom. Round and round and bound, bound and ground, shake the ground. Alright, let's go. Shout out, uh, rest in peace, Sean Price. He was a big Black Rob fan. Uh, Black Rob was in, Black Rob created a word that nobody else has ever used called Oceanomics. I don't know what Oceanomics means, uh, but let's get in the I Love You Baby and Black Rob Ready on the Right. Alright, well, here we go. We'll be back. I'm at Uptown on Dykeman Night, then talking that how she only dealt with businessmen. Niggas bad in joints, money off and on the books. The ones who stand firm like ain't nothing shook about them. I doubt them cats wearing for me, you know them niggas, them big dudes across the street. She said, yeah, they from over on Mayfair, bullets from out of nowhere. So I stayed in, dug down. I hit the ground, but managed to pull the beast out. This bitch over there with them pointing the chief out. They want beef out here, they gon' get it in the worst way. I'ma show them how black play, roll the dice. Fucking with me's like snake eyes, I break guys. Sit back and watch my cake rise. It's all about the Benjamins, true. That be the motto. Ran out of ammo and started throwing bottles. Running, and I ain't looking back for shit. Crooked ass bitch today, I get you back for this. I love you, baby. No, you don't. You drive me crazy. That's right. I'll never betray Since the last altercation, I've been on the street See honey at the club every week and I speak I'ma rock that ass to sleep before I strike I ain't know the real deal until last night How one of them brothers was locked with Bay Bro Used to call my crib from C-74 Kick rhymes over the phone for hours He had the jack, Bay Bro told him You wanna get money, see black when you get home We never had chance to get up And wouldn't have if his gunner left me head up He'd explain how his whole crew was slapping honey Besides all that, she owed them cats a lot of money Funny how it's a small world, baby girl Who's about to get fucked with no jail I'ma sit back and watch this cake finish baking And plan your extermination Ready on the left Ready on the right Yo, BR, what up, my dude? What up? Okay. Yo, kick that thing you're speaking in the studio. Yeah, yo, what that joint? Round town, I'm bound, shake the ground, shake the town. Wave the pound, lays you down. Yo, yo, who's that? Graham Jones, I see you, baby. Yo, round town, I'm bound, shake the ground, shake the town. Wave the pound, lays you down. And that's how we approach these faggots. Trying to grow and be fly, but they still maggots. I'm sure all I gotta do is call my man. 40 cal, watch yourself. I'll spoil your plans. I'm the up top gangster, the star in the hood. One of the few motherfuckers that ain't scared of shook. Fan, that was 9-5, man. Fuck the past. See niggas out there front bodyguards up the ass, man. He's black, bro. Yeah, man. You better stop fucking playing, man. Hey. Hey. 
Y'all know how I'm coming through the source awards. Somebody Jews got jacked, man, it must have been yours. Y'all dudes be talking out the side of your mouth. So I put the gym star on the side of your mouth. Y'all ain't sell no records, made no cash yet. Fuck, dude, cause my niggas is goons and they ashback. And don't get beside yourself. A lot of shit gonna be fucked up beside your health. Man. He's Black Rob, he's yeah. a thug Fuck with Rob. him, you'll get Rob report, up. man. I don't threaten dudes, that's a promise That's honest, you can kiss my ring and pay homage Or get smart, read books by Nostradamus Meanwhile, I'm deep sea diving, oceanomics I see green, more green than the Sonic Small green than the Geico, lizard, the Grand Wizard The 9 mil scope I walk up on a nigga, put the 9 to his throat And watch him shake like the Pope He's like Rob, he's our friend Oh man, y'all niggas done got me hype. This it, we fit the same stereotype. If a nigga wanna wild, we can do that too. Fuck the model bitch, you will, we can screw that too. Yeah, man, notice I said we, she's a J, U, M, P. Man, off top fam, I got figures in the game. She fucking with all the top niggas. It's true. Seen the bitch in the club last night with the nigga D from uptown. You know, with the big drink. Yeah, about to put the whole game on smash. Alumni, I put the whole name on smash. After this, they gon' want lace me plenty. Who's mad cause they can't make a JC penny? Who's bad boy BR back with the nutritious? Black attacks like a pit bull vicious. It's going down, fam. I'm about to shake the ground. It's uptown. Holla at your man. Ready on the left. Who's next? Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas, the floor is all yours. I don't really have any <laughs> stories other than I didn't realize uh, Summer Rain was like. Stevie Wonder. Until like later on. I, I, I fuck with Summer Soft now. Mm -hmm. But like I wasn't super duper into Stevie Wonder. Yeah, when, back then I didn't make the correlation right, either. When, when like the Carl Thomas album was popping. Mm -hmm. But then like I heard everybody talking like, oh, he remade the Stevie Wonder thing. Oh, whatever, but like, the Stevie Wonder shit blows him out the water. Yeah, but for like a nice modern take on it, I think it was a nice song. Stevie Wonder blows out everybody out the water, by the way, but... I mean, he does. <laughs> like, we couldn't even... He does. We couldn't even attempt... Easily. We couldn't even attempt to do a Stevie Wonder show without being here for like three hours. No. So we're not... We're never going to do a Stevie Wonder show. It's impossible to, to like, get it right. Uh, but... Uh, Carl Thomas, the floor is all yours. I don't have a story. Carl Thomas has four albums. I don't think people know that. So I have three out of four. I haven't heard the latest album. I won't say newest because I think it's probably like five years old at this point. But of course, Emotional is it's probably like my favorite, one of my favorite albums from 2000. It was so many good albums around that time. But Emotional is a very, very special album. I think it was like my freshman year in high school or something like that but I wish even when I hear that song to this I don't care how much it's been played that song is just it's it's amazing like I don't know what Mike City Mike City produced that I don't know what he did but that song just it's just touching to me I don't know you know what else he did no matter how much I hear it you know what else he did that was 10 times as fire what do you do Sunshine Anderson heard it all before. He's on a lot of stuff. He's he's amazing. Uh, those are only two Mike City songs I know. By far. Fire. I don't know. I think when it came out, I was I liked it. But fire now, to this day. it's not fire to me. I'm sorry. It's fire just, to this not, day. It's not fire to me. <laughs> Maybe because Ghostface rapped over it, and I love that version. But fire Didn't to he? this I've never day. Heard that. Oh, fire.
But um, so yeah, that emotional album, just great ballads, great slow songs, great sexy songs, right? So his what second are you album, about sexy songs. Back, you really, like you said, I couldn't like relate. Well, like you said, back then I couldn't relate, but I felt like, oh, I can't wait till I'm like in love with somebody. Yet. You know, I can, I can understand, I can relate. And we I ain't can, play no Carl Thomas. Have, huh? We ain't play no Carl Thomas. Who didn't? You and I together. No, we haven't. We ain't knocked the boost today. We're not going to get into all. <laughs> we ain't knocked the boost to You can probably count on your hands how much music we've heard. But, That's true. yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, when you get married, it just be like the TV on in the background. <laughs> if that. Right. <laughs> so, his second album, uh, same kind of concept. Let's talk about it. And he has a song on there called The Baby Maker. And it's just that. It's a beautiful song. Play that tonight. Birdman hammer up. And no. the mic. So this is Baby Maker from Carl Thomas' second album. I don't know this song. So this is going to be my first time hearing it. Carl Thomas, Baby Maker? Yeah. Let's get it. I'd like to take this time to introduce to you a great young man from Chicago land. So without any further ado, put your drinks down and give a warm round of applause for Chicago land's own Mr. Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Said I got to get ready. Got to get ready. Because I want to be with you. With this precious jewel by my side, I feel that I'm ready to love you.
so far is two songs that you haven't heard that I put on here. What was the first the one? Face? Face song, too. Yep. Cool. I, I guess. I'm getting introduced. I'm getting put on today. Uh, that boy we, had it, man. They were cool. Who do we have left? Um, stories, stories, stories. G-Dup? I'm not playing any G-Dup music today, but uh, I got stories. Oh, perfect segue back to Jamal. Uh, no, this is very <laughs> pertinent. Um, the little girl, I don't know her last name, but the little girl in uh, from the Black Rob, not Black Rob, from the G-Dup, um, what was it called? The first one was Let's Get It, right? The mm-hmm. second one was Special Delivery? Yeah. Uh, the little girl that's teaching Diddy how to dance and shit, how mm-hmm. to do the Harlem Shake, mm-hmm. uh, she grew up in Jamal's building. And like we would kick it with her like years before that song came out. And I was like, her name is Karima. I don't know her last name, but that was like her. She had her little, she had a, like a small window of a few months where she was like hot. She was in the basement with Big Tigger teaching him how to do it. Like she was on fire. And I was like, yo, she grew up in my boy's building. Like we used to kick it with her and shit. Like just, you know, how you mess with little kids and they just want to fight you and shit. Okay, well, I just want to say this. Many stories as you've given today, you can't ever talk about me. And when I relate things to people that I know, you can't ever. You're talking about your clients and shit? No, not. Okay, yeah, that, but not just that. Because you always like to joke, like, oh, you know everybody. Yeah, you, you see somebody on. you done today. You see somebody on TV and you'd be like, oh, I know them. Oh, that was my um, client. LA is small. Okay, but these are. Moments that are relevant to the bad boy. Sorry that Harlem was that small <laughs> or that big and small at the same time. Listen, that you. I don't have a problem. I just don't want to be teased no more. Uh, hey, it is what it is. Run my fate if you got a problem. <laughs> so there was that part of the Harlem Shake. She was, she was instrumental in that. Like she taught, and rumors have it like she was at like the bad boy Christmas parties, like doing the dance or like a little 10, 10, 11 year old girl. I don't know if she made up the dance or she just knew how to do it so well that people, you know. Whatever, whatever. Uh, was that the Harlem Shake? Because there was like a couple different versions. That was, let's get it. Was the first time I think we at least like America. Yeah, no, definitely. Saw the definitely. Harlem Shake. So, so there was, so there, so there was that era, and then um, I'm not gonna say my government name, but there was a brother that went to my high school, and this is another Manhattan Center uh, moment. A brother named Smiley. He shared my name. He was like a year older than me. I don't know what he's been up to since then, but uh, he called himself clowning me one day um he said he saw me in the hallway like this is what we do in harlem we just make jokes about people like even if they're not funny we're just gonna joke on you and he says to me is i was in 11th grade at this point he was like 12th grade he says to me you look like some old cool college cat that was his joke like i looked like i was headed to college like that wasn't the the smart shit to do in Mm -hmm. life and people like started laughing at me and shit. I was like, okay, nigga, I look like I'm going to college. Cool. And then that brother, he was one of the Harlem Shakers. I don't know what their, the name of their group was. He was in the Eve Who's That Girl video doing the dance. He was an extra in the Brown Sugar movie, uh, also doing a Harlem Shake. And he made it onto 106 in Park, teaching them how to do the Harlem Shake. We weren't cool enough. We weren't tight. I just know that he went to my high school. I don't know what he's up to. To this day, shout out Smiley. He was sort of a degenerate, but <laughs> no, he, he was definitely a degenerate. Like it looked like 
he wasn't headed nowhere in life, but then he had his little Harlem Shake moment, and I hope he did. No, I hope it took him far. It it just didn't seem like he was, he wasn't into, like, no criminal shit. He was just an ignorant nigga, like, the type that'll clown somebody for going to college. Mm -hmm. That kind of shit. Like, Like, the whole, very similar to how Cameron carries on. Like, he'll just laugh at you over some, you know, about something you shouldn't, that's not even a joke. Like that. So shout out Smiley. Uh, I hope he's still alive. You know, Harlem is rough out there. Uh, niggas just niggas will die. Yo, one quick side note. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. If anybody from Manhattan Center is hearing this, uh, and you went there like my, I graduated in '98. If you went there in '98 and this somehow makes it to your ears, if you know the whereabouts of a brother named Julio Beltran, um, like please hit me up. All right. My Twitter is from Old Harlem. I'm not gonna say my, my um, my government. Like if you go to my Twitter and you see my avatar, you should recognize me from '94 to '98. Hit me on Facebook if you know where this brother Julio Beltran is. That was my man. I can't find anything on him. He's not on Facebook. I've done some research. Uh, I don't see any records about him being in jail or dead or nothing. Just vanish off the face of the earth. Hope he's doing good though. That was my that was my homie. Um, so where were we? Uh, G Dep. That was the significance of G Dep. Uh, the girl that grew up in my best friend's building. Uh, she introduced that dance to the world. And somebody that went to my high school introduced the. Another version, I guess, of the Harlem Shake to. Through the Eve video. Who's that girl? Uh, who's next? Do we have anybody left that's worth discussing? I mean, I'm sure we do. We covered Mace, right? Yeah. We cover Mace. Uh, again, the Mace stories, he went to my high school. And like I was saying, people trusted my word when the album came out. And I was like, the album's not really hitting. And people trusted my word on that. And the album wasn't really hitting us. Uh, Harlem World, like, we like that Murder Mace stuff, the, the hardcore street stuff. That was nowhere to be found on the album. Like he said, I was Murder P. Diddy, name me pretty. Uh, I didn't like nothing really after that first album. I like Breeze, Stretch, Shake. Um... <laughs> I didn't like, what was the name of that song? Guess Who's Back, We're Back, We're Back, oh, We're yeah. Back, We're Back. Man, Who was that, Dave some, Hollister? He made some cool Gonna stuff. Gonna make it a night to remember. Who was singing that, Dave Hollister? Wait, huh? You talking about the Welcome Back song or whatever? He had Welcome Back, and then he had Ooh, then he had a song where he like remade Make It A Night To Remember. He had some bad singles. That was the that 90s. Album. Oh my that was gosh. the 90s, just remaking everybody's shit. Ooh. Uh, I'm pretty sure. No, but from one person? <laughs> like, every comeback was, like, more and more corny. Brief Stretch Shake was fire. Um, no. The Locks Money Power Respect was fire. I don't really care about it if you think I'm jiggy. The rest of the album was, <laughs> it had some shit on it, though. Uh, what else? I mean, we'll always love Big Papa. Uh, we'll Be Missing You by Diddy. Good Lord. Watch cool. them, watch them close. That no, they better not. Not in 2016. You know that's gonna be the last song. No, nigga, that's I, when I'm like, we can leave. No, nigga, I will walk out. Yeah, we leaving. Yeah. I, you want to make a bet that that's right. gonna be the last song? No, I'm going. I'm I'm letting you. My listeners don't care, but I'm letting you know now. Uh, French Montana will be a bathroom or a <laughs> snack break. Um, yeah, I just don't care. I don't get it. Uh, that's the only person I really don't care about seeing is French Montana. Mm, the only. Um, 
Shout out French Montana, though, um, for the Max B significance, but I don't care about his solo work. Who else do we got left? Uh, we covered Mace, we covered the Locks, we covered Faith, Biggie, 112, Total. I got one that you're not expecting whatsoever. Hit me with it. <laughs> so you're doing like the classic Bad Boy era, right? I'm doing bad the classic Boy Bad so, Boy era. Not so many different eras, but I mean, even like around 2000 ish, when everybody, all these people left. <laughs> They kind of transformed into this other label. And I mean, then he signed a bunch of R&B acts. And this is like a little bit before Danity Kane and Day 26 and all that. So you had them come, and then you had Bad Boy South. Bad Boy South had uh, uh, Boys in the Hood. Young Jock. <laughs> young Jock. Uh, bad Boy for Life Boys was in the Hood had Gorilla's old hood, hood nigga. He had his own single after that. That was uh, Bad Boy? Jody Breeze. Yes, Bad Boy South. Jody Breeze. Young Jeezy before he left. <laughs> right, but Jeezy wasn't. Jeezy was boys in the hood. He wasn't. He was boys in the hood. He was. He left to do his own thing on Def Jam. Yeah, but he was on Bad Boy South and as boys, boys in, in the hood. hood and Jody Breeze and Gorillas over in that as well. We forgot Bad Boys for Life, but Fire song. Um, that one had to grow on me. Fire. It had to grow on me. Shout out Megahertz, whoever did that beat. Um, so my pick is A Ball and MJG don't make. I don't know if I've heard this song. <laughs> so this was 2004, and it's so special to me because it's freshman year. So this is, yeah, partying, getting to D.C., just fun, a fun party song. It's pretty vulgar. So if you don't want to hear all the cussing stuff, you might want to <laughs> fast forward this part. But it's such a hype song. It gets you hype. It just gets you in the mood to just party. It just, yeah, it's just fun. It's a fun song. So, All right, eight ball and MJG don't make up. Legendary eight ball and MJG. Um, I'm pretty sure I've not heard this song. Like, I'm not really on my eight ball and MJG game like that. Uh, Candy used to come on in the club down south. Um, MJG song, right? Yeah. It was eight ball and MJG was Candy. You sure? It was both of them. That's not when he went solo. I'm pretty sure that was both of them. Let's I don't see. know. I think um, so. But that that song used to come on in the club down south, and. Yeah, I mean, I was just very biased growing up against the South, against the West Coast. Like, the shit would come on Rap City, and I'm just like, fuck that. These are not East Coast niggas. I don't want to hear it. Oh, I guess it is their song. I, I kind of went to school during that era. I, I know. That's the only A-Ball and MJG <laughs> song I know. Or I might know some other ones. Um, But, alright, let's get into your song. A-Ball and MJG. Don't make. Don't make. Chop haters up who star shit MJG 
Jeep, ripping hoes and bodyguards out of line. Police and boys who think they brought it hard. And when the party started, I thought we was all chilling. I figured that everybody be leaving here all living. You standing too close, partner. You asking too much, baby. You need to get away from around it before I click on crazy. Yeah, man, these niggas coming round talking about they hot, but they not fucking with fat boy and MJ. Nigga, we the truth. Holla at a player, main street sort of booth. We popping at you haters, man. Soft ass niggas make their chin hit the flow. Off brand niggas take their cheese and they hold mafia, mafia. Niggas know, niggas know when them real live G's hit the dough, hit the dough. Don't make, don't make me kill, me kill. No motherfucking body in here, in here. I'ma shoot, I'ma shoot. Not much bigger than my finger. A Winchester pistol grip pump that's a head ringer. A two shot Derringer, now little Millinator. A big 40 clock, just call me the gunslinger. Some AK spray to kill the front line. 130 dead, squeezing not one time. All you motherfucking niggas do dappin' that fly. Lip, let it rip, don't slip. I'm working with five clips. We 50 deep and that nigga with me got they ice on. Look, niggas that'll break it. Face like Roy Jones, crushing bones when it's on. We ain't never scared. The Memphis boys be so serious when it's about that bread. Kidnap family members, them niggas don't need no witness. They all love a gangster. That shit be so addictive. When we pull up, they know who we are by the car. We blowing big, and you know Diddy, he gon' buy the bar. Don't make, don't make me kill, me kill. No motherfucking body in here, in here. I'ma shoot, I'ma shoot. Hey! 
Alright, do we have anything left? I covered my uh, Black Rob. I covered my Total songs. I covered my 112 song. I played all my songs for the day. Do you have any better? <laughs> no. I played songs from my favorite bad boy artist, from Faith, Carl Thomas. So. Faith, Carl Thomas, 112, A Ball and MJG, and who else? And Biggie. But I'm saying my favorite oh, bad Biggie. boy. My favorite bad boy artist is Faith, like, without a doubt. So, yeah, I'm good. I don't know if I have a favorite bad boy artist. I just like all of their music. I mean, Process of Elimination, my favorite is probably Biggie. Because uh, you're just ready to die as a classic. And I like a lot of Life After Death. Off the top of my head, he's probably my favorite uh, bad boy artist. Well, my favorite music that came out on Bad Boy. I like some lock stuff, but this is after Bad Boy. Um, so I guess we're going to take it up out of here for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, salute to Diddy. Uh, I'm not really super fond of the guy as a person. Uh, just his character. He doesn't seem like the best person. Uh, but he's been responsible for a lot of music. Don't slander Howard alum. Just saying. <laughs> Even though he's from Harlem, don't slander Howard alum. He's from Mount Vernon. <laughs> oh, his, is he? His family's from Harlem. Wait. Like his dad claims, was. He his dad. Harlem, right? I don't know what he claims. His dad was a gangster uh, in Harlem. Uh, Howard alum. <laughs> That right, Howard alum that just beats people up when he doesn't get his way. Like he's just a he seems like a violent person. Well, look, he just gave a million to the school like last week. I guess he's trying to like reverse some karma or something. I don't know. Having money to give away doesn't make know. you a better person. No, it doesn't. I'm not here to slander him though. He, he just doesn't seem like my kind of guy. Like he doesn't seem like the kind of person I would want to work for. He seems like a very hard person to work for. Uh, like I, I'm not gonna say any names. I'll give you hints though, I worked for somebody in the music industry whose father, his father and his grandfather were famous jazz musicians. His grandfather was definitely a famous jazz musician. Uh, Terrace Martin like talks about his grandfather all the time. Uh, his dad was a jazz musician as well. Uh, Mix show power summit. I'll say that if you're if you're familiar with the industry at the time, I worked for this guy and he just like I, I just felt like he wanted to be Diddy. Like he was very known in the industry. Like Chris Lighty knew him. Like everybody knew him in the industry, but he wasn't famous. But he treated his employees, including me as an intern, like you know, like I'm that nigga, so I can talk to you any kind of way. I can treat you any kind of way. And I was and that kind of like soured my whole wanting to get into the industry. But like, yo, a lot of people came out of that office that went to do on, that went to do like some big time things. Uh, there's, there's a brother. I'm not gonna say no names, but there's a brother that works close with Rick Ross. Came up with him uh, in that office. Uh, there's the, the dude I was telling you about this at uh, Apple. Mm -hmm. Is it Apple or Beats One? He's a, he's in that. Yeah, he's in that Apple regime. <laughs> like he's one of the big dogs at Apple right now. He came up in that same office with me. Uh, even though these people don't really remember me, I, like I was around all of this, you know, energy, and it was exciting. But the dude that we all worked for, or they, you know, he was just not a good person. Like I, I was like in the same room as him at South by Southwest 2015, and I was just like, Ugh, fuck this nigga. Like to this day. Anyway, we're gonna take it about here for the day. Uh, this has been another one. Are you shouting out your? Uh, social media today. Miss Ashton M Z A S H T O N. Shout him out. 
uh, from Old Harlem on Twitter. Um, SoundCloud.com slash Thursday Throwbacks. Uh, we're going to be back soon. We got more to talk about. Are you coming back soon? If you have me. I invite you every day. I, I bug you every day about <laughs> doing the show. So, you know, the people want to hear from you. They're tired of just hearing me on here. I'm sure. Oh, Lord. All right. Ooh, it'd be windy. And that's Ooh. what wives do. They hate on their husbands. Uh, hate on my ambition and all that. Quit hating, fuck nigga. All right, so we're going to take it up out of here for the day. Bye. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. As always, soundcloud.com slash Thursday Throwbacks. Peace.